ever dreamed of a place where you could hear the absolute unfiltered truth about what goes on behind the scenes on a wedding day? Well, you've come to the right place because we are talking to everyone. The venue owners, wedding planners, the DJs and relatives, even the bride and groom. And we are spilling all the tea. Every week, we are going to be sharing one unbelievable wedding story, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we are going deep into the details. We are not leaving anything off the table, so buckle up. This is the Untold Stories of the Wedding Day Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Untold Stories of the Wedding Day Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel. And I'm Haley. And we are back at you with another venue horror story today. Oh, gosh. So... This one was actually submitted by a planner in Nashville, Mm -hmm. and they sent it to us through our email. We were reading over it, and we thought it would be the perfect one to share, only because Isabel has actually been there and has her own story to talk about. From the same venue. (laughs) And it's a very popular venue here in old Nash Vegas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so this... This planner, she's only been in the industry for a few years, but this couple booked with her. She said they were super sweet to start out, nothing against the couple itself. She actually said she loves the mother of this bride Mm -hmm. so much that they're friends on Facebook. They share each other's stories and anytime like the bride and groom just announced that they're having a baby. So there she's interactive. She's going to the baby shower. Like she's very involved with this couple's family now and she loves them. So she said it was a little heartbreaking when she, the couple came up to her on wedding day and said something bad just happened and we need, we don't know what to do because it's the venue owner. (gasps) So I'm like, it's surprised, but yeah. I've met these vile people before, yeah. so I'm really so not surprised. This venue is on the outskirts of Nashville. It's very popular. Very popular. They are so well known in the industry, you could probably go up to any vendor mm-hmm. in Nashville and they would know exactly what venue it is. And every vendor has a story about them. Which is crazy because which, they're so popular. Anyways. Which I'll get into so that. So <laughs> the planner said in her email... That, you know, starting off the day, everything was fine. The venue owners kind of gave her a little bit of trouble in regards to her being the only one setting up on wedding day. But besides that, everything was going smoothly. She had everything set up hours before the ceremony started. She was checking in on the bride and the bridesmaids in the bride suite, the groomsmen in the groom suite. Everything was great. She goes up back to the reception site to meet with the baker because they were delivering the cake. And gets a call from the mother of the bride saying, can you come down here? We don't know what's going on. We're trying to talk with the venue owner, but she's being very disrespectful. All of a sudden, the planner hears the bride in the background almost yelling towards one of the bridesmaids. Like, I can't believe the venue owner is doing this. So the planner said she runs down to the bridal suite. And when she walks through the front door, the bride is in tears. Now, granted, the hair and makeup team had just left. Oh, no. She had already finished her hair and makeup. She was about to put on the dress. Thousands of dollars worth of hair and makeup. Yeah. And this bride went to all nines. Wow. For hair and makeup. Makeup is running down her face. The planner said, you know, what's going on? What's happening? The mother of the bride comes over and says the venue owner just came in and said that she got a notification on her phone saying that the AC unit is working too hard. So she came over and comes in to, I guess, take a look at what was happening. 
and the bridesmaids were steaming the bride's dress because, you know, the material had a couple wrinkles in it. They wanted it to look picture perfect. And the venue owner legitimately told them to stop steaming the dress because it was overworking the AC unit. And the bridesmaids tried to explain, saying, you know, oh, we're just steaming the dress. It should take less than five minutes. Um, all of the bridesmaid or all of the bridesmaids' dresses are already steamed. It's just the bridal gown. And the venue owner said, "I don't care. Go hook it up to somebody's vehicle. Don't work our AC unit because we're gonna have to pay more money because the bill's gonna be higher." Okay, and <laughs> and so this your venue rents for like an astronomical <laughs> amount of money. The planner tries to talk to the venue. The venue's not having it. So the planner said to the bride, "I'm so sorry." Let's bring it outside, hook it up to my vehicle. Oh my gosh. And the planner took the bridal dress, hooked it up to the back of her car with the outlet and steamed the bride's dress for the bride. The, the planner is doing everything she could at this point just to appease the venue because she wants to go back to the venue because you don't want to make the venue mad at the end of the day. You want to return, but you also want the couple to be happy on their wedding day. So it's kind of a catch-22 where you're trying to find a middle ground between the two. So the planner does what she can, gets the dress steamed, brings it back in the bridal suite. The bride is trying to fix up her makeup. And the planner said that after she walked out of the bridal suite, the venue owner started accusing the planner that she parked her car on the grass. Oh my gosh. And that... This woman is awful. She needs to move her vehicle immediately. The planner does so. And then the rest of the event, for the most part, it says in here that everything was fine. But I can only imagine what the end of that night looked like. (laughs) Well, is that, is that similar to what your experience was? Yeah, so she basically did, I'm going to start from the beginning, but she basically did the exact same thing to my bride as well. The the venue owner? Yes. Okay. It's always, there's always something about steaming the dress. You can't finish steaming the dresses, except this time the bridesmaids also needed to do theirs. Mm -hmm. And the venue owner told them in advance, hey, you can come and steam your dresses here. It's totally fine. 10 minutes into it, she's like, my AC's working too hard. You have to stop steaming. And the girls are like, what? You told us to do it. She goes, well, I didn't realize how many of you there were. What? That's what she said. So mine was actually, I kind of jumped the gun there a little bit, but last year in the summer, I was fairly new to this particular group of girls at our um, wedding planning company. I had done a bunch of planning prior to, but this was like very new for me. So I had never been to this venue before. So a lot of celebrities actually get married at this venue too. So you know, they think that they're the best thing in the world because, like, X, Y, and Z got married here. Anyway, or so... they've been, you know, shown on the magazine Magazines, people, yeah. or glamour, or yeah. weddings, or whatever. Like, yeah. like all of us haven't been featured somehow, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Speaking that into existence. Yeah. Um, so we show up, and one of the girls who worked at the venue walks in, and, like, with her little nose in the air, and I was with... I was second coordinating this wedding with my boss. Okay. She walks in and she, like, the girl who works at the venue sticks her nose in the air and she goes, where's all your people? What do you mean? It's like, what? And she goes, all of your people who are going to help you put this room together. You can't do all this by yourselves. And we're like, it's the two of us and yes, we can. Please leave. <laughs> Is that, and, it, how big was the wedding? Um, The wedding was about 160 maybe. So not, so still the thing average. was that it was a flip, right? Okay. So originally the bride wanted to get married outside. It was raining. And... By the time the ceremony happened, it would have been perfect outside, Mm -hmm. but the venue made the call and didn't let the bride have anything to do with the call. 
So she said, well, I'm not going to do this. And like, we're doing it inside. So we line all the chairs, we preset tables, but we then have to basically ask all of the guests to go stand like by the bar in this one fourth of the venue while we pull the tables out according to the seating chart. Has like a live band. There's like a lot of people, a lot of things to do. And the band is rehearsing and the venue owner comes in and she's very impressed that we got the table set. And we're just like, what? Like, this is what we do. Then she goes over and tells the band they're too loud and they need to turn down their sound check. What? <laughs> so the band leader told me that. He goes, he goes, yeah, they, she came over and was like, you need guys need to be quiet. Like she said, you need to turn it down. Your sound check is too loud. He's like, this is why we're doing a sound check. And he goes, if you could give us 10 more minutes, she goes, I will be back in 10 minutes and this noise better stop. That's what she told them. So we're already off to a great start. About an hour and a half later, we get a phone call from the bride and she is borderline in tears, but the moms are furious. Now, these moms were the kindest, most beautiful moms ever. Really? So sweet, just stunning, look like models. They were just gorgeous. And the mom just said, like, hey, the venue owner just paid us a visit. We are, you know, she just, she's going to make the bride cry. And I said, don't, don't talk to her. Just what's wrong? And she said, apparently we're not allowed to steam the dresses. I'm thinking like, oh, for the love of everything. If I hear one more stupid comment about this woman and steaming dresses, like if you don't want people to steam dresses, don't have a wedding venue. Yeah. So I said, okay, what can you do? She goes, there's an outlet outside. I said, use the outlet outside, pop the dress out, steam the dress. I'll keep the groom up here. Like he won't see the dress. It'll be Mm -hmm. fine. Then the venue owner comes back. You're not allowed to steam dresses outside. So... I, I don't know, actually, at that point, what happened after that. I know that they figured it out a way to do it mm-hmm. um, because the venue owner, I think I kind of tried to keep the venue owner like up with us as long as possible, but she mm-hmm. had everything on her phone. So she has notifications and cameras and all mm-hmm. that. So it was just a mess. Either way, the girls got their dresses steamed. The bride got her dress steamed and her veil steamed. They all come up. We get ready for the ceremony. I'm thinking, okay, we are halfway done with the day. This is the easy part. So the bride is about to walk down the aisle. The wedding venue owner gets in the aisle to take photos during the ceremony before the bride walks down the aisle. What? She gets in the middle of the ceremony and starts snapping photos because her venues never looked prettier. So I was like, could you move, please? So we get the bride down the aisle. She goes back again at the end of the aisle and starts inching her way, getting in the way of the photographers to take her own photos on her phone of the ceremony and comes back full volume. Oh, it's such a beautiful space, isn't it? I'm like, dude, there's a ceremony going on. You think she'd know it because she's an owner. No, apparently not. (laughs) You'd also think she'd be okay with steaming dresses, but here we are. So she comes to the back, you know, we, we finish the ceremony. We do the flip. She's staring there watching us do the flip. Don't do that. You'll scratch my floor. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. I'm like, oh my gosh. Micromanaging. Oh yeah. To the nth degree. Like, I've never seen it on this level before. And so the band starts, you know, everybody starts, we have dinner, and there's, you know, the reception begins, and we have to cut the cake. So for a split second, we put a cup on the, like, on the inside of the barn, there's, like, a little bit of a ledge. Mm-hmm. So for a second, we, we set, like, a cup on the ledge. And she comes over, and she pulls it off, and she goes, don't you put stuff on the ledge. And she puts it back on the table. We're like... Is this woman okay? Like, what is wrong? And she's like, you're going to leave rings on the ledge. Like, you're going to leave water rings. And we're like, first of all, it's wood. Second, there's nothing in the cup. It's just a cup. We're just getting it out of the photo. And so what her girl did was the girl, her girl who works at the venue comes over and pulls a trash can right next to us and says, if you need to dump things, you need to put them straight in here. 
And I'm like, could you get it out of the photos, please? Like, what are you doing? And so to my demise, probably at some point, like I am not a planner who's going to like, oh, of course, anything you need. Like, I'm going to get right back in your face if you get in mine because I'm there for the bride. I'm there to make the bride's day wonderful. Mm -hmm. So I look at her and I pull the trash can back and I said, I will move this when we're ready for it, but we're not ready yet. And the girl's like 17 and part of me was like, bring it on, girlfriend. Like, (laughs) bring it on. So we're standing back. We're like cutting all the cake, getting everything ready. They're still taking photos in Mm -hmm. front of the cake. They wanted like cake on the table in their photo. Like they Mm -hmm. wanted this whole thing. So we're trying to like cut really quick and get everything out. So we get through the cake. We're like, okay, that's the biggest, the last big hurdle that we have. Mm -hmm. And the venue owner also told us that vendors were not allowed to eat where anyone could see them because we don't want anyone to be subjected to the help. The help? The help. (laughs) So the band has to eat at this little dinky table in the kitchen. The coordinators, we had to eat in the kitchen. She said, I don't want to see anything go in your mouth on this floor. You will go to the kitchen to eat. We're like, what? It's pretty common right now to have a vendor table in the reception. And a lot of people require it because people will forget that they have to feed their vendors. So they will forget. Yeah. And so... We go, we eat dinner, whatever, and then we come in and the venue owner comes back to me. She taps me on the shoulder and she goes, I have to show you this photo. I'm thinking like, oh good, what else happened today? I had cleared, we had cleared the bridal suite and the groom suite to make sure everything was perfect. It was perfect. Just because of the venue rules and everything? Yes. Okay. We were, we always have to do a suite, make sure there's no damages, check everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I just said, okay, what what's going on? She shows me this photo. She goes, they broke my windowsill. Who? The bridal suite, the bridal party. So she goes, the bridal suite broke my windowsill. Look at this photo. And she holds up this photo of a broken windowsill. I said, when did you take that? She goes, today, I just took it. And I said, you didn't just take that. I said, it's daylight in this photo and it's dark outside. When did you take this? And she goes, I took it today. And I said, I just checked the bridal suite like an hour ago. It was dark and it was perfect. There was nothing broken in there. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And she goes, no, they broke my windowsill. So I said, could I see the timestamp on the photo? <laughs> Six months prior, she took this photo and chased around the groom's mom, the bride's mom, and then me to tell me that she's going to bill them for a full replacement of a new window. Wouldn't it be, I mean, if she claimed that they broke the window, couldn't the couple or the parents go down to see the damage? They weren't allowed in there. They locked the door. They weren't allowed in the bridal suite. Because oh. I was the last one allowed in there to clear it. Nothing broken in there. It's totally fine. I said, well, perhaps you can check back your cameras and see if nobody broke anything. So the mom goes, I didn't break. We didn't break anything. Like, I said, do not pay this. I said, you do not. Does she have your credit card on file? She said, no. And I said, do not pay this. And so by the end of the night, the other girl who works at the venue is sitting there and she's watching me. And she's like, the trash can doesn't go there. That doesn't go there. And I'm like, okay, if you know where everything goes, then you need to work. Like, get over here and do it with me or get out of my way. Yeah. So I was absolutely appalled at the way that they handled that then a few weeks ago I was working a wedding and I went to lunch with the DJ before the we'd finished setting up we all went to lunch right before the wedding Mm -hmm. and we were talking about the worst venues in Tennessee (laughs) and that one came up as number one number one for a DJ yeah so he was telling me he said oh there's like more to this story he said I have been on the receiving end of this too he goes I refuse to work there there's a list of venues and, you know, coordinators and photographers and stuff yeah. that people will not work with in this town. And they are quickly becoming number one. 
what she does is very tactful. She will create some kind of damage to the venue space. She will photograph it and then she will pass it off as if it happened during the wedding. And then she will pull out lawsuits against the vendors or the bride and groom to get the insurance money. What? I was like, wait, so you're telling me she's committing, she commits insurance fraud. I said, are you serious? Because that sounds a little extreme. He goes, no, no, no. I was served papers from her about three weeks before because she said my, my table scratched her floor. You're kidding. But she placed the table prior to his arrival. They used a barn table. They didn't, he didn't use his own pop-up table. And he had photos of the fact that he used the barn table. Yeah. And there were photos of the venue preset when they got there. Because a lot of times what couples will do is when they come there, you know, they'll walk around, do a walkthrough, take photos mm-hmm. to make sure there's no damage. Always advise everyone to do that. Yeah. Walk through, make sure there's no damage prior to you being there. It's just like when you rent a car. Like always mm-hmm. rent, when you rent anything, a venue, anything, make sure there's no damages prior to that you're going to get slammed for. Mm-hmm. And he said he received papers and they were trying to sue him for a scratch in the floor and it was going to be like $10,000 to replace the plank. What? He was like, absolutely not. And he said, he said, I've heard it from caterers. I've heard it from DJs. I've heard it from wedding planners. And I've heard it from brides. And he goes, she, oh, it's always a windowsill, a busted light, a broken door. Like it's always something. And it breaks after no one's in the room anymore. And then she tries to pull lawsuits out on everybody. Okay, note to self, don't go to this venue. <laughs> yeah, it's like, she's unhinged. What? And And the other, the kicker for me is that a lot of venues, a lot of times, will be very generous with people on the Mm -hmm. wedding day. People show up early. They're not supposed to. They're outside their contracted times. A lot of the time, the venues will be gracious and open the doors a little early, and then, God forbid, something breaks or something, it kind of balances out, right? So they're Mm going to be billed for the extra hour anyway. We'll look past the fact that you broke four of our candlesticks. Whatever, you know. But what she does is she will stand at the gate in her driveway with her hands on her hips or her arms crossed, staring at the line of cars. And at 10 o'clock on the dot, will she open the door? But then she stops every single car to tell them where they need to park, how they need to park, how many inches away from the next car she should park. So I was in there and I was trying to get in and I had to wait 15 minutes for her to stop talking to the bride so I could get around. And it's a one lane road. So I couldn't even get in. And then my other coordinator sitting in traffic behind me and it put us back 35 minutes to start set up. And there was a lot of decor. I mean, it was a 160 person wedding. It was mm-hmm. a lot. It was a full table set up. It was a lot. And uh, so I was talking about that and he go and the DJ, when we were at lunch, the DJ goes, oh, she's standing at the thing with her arms crossed staring at everybody <laughs> till 10 a.m. And I said, yeah. And he goes, she does it every freaking time. And he goes, and then she terrorizes the brides and grooms. And then she tries to sue everybody or collect funds at the end. That's he said, I don't wild. know how she's in business, but her marketing apparently is great because she scrubs. He's like, I've seen bad reviews and I've seen next thing they're gone. And he's like, I don't know if she has like, he, he was like, I don't know if she has like cybersecurity that scrubs the internet. Like, I don't know how she does it, but this woman makes more money than God. So somehow she's controlling the information that goes out there. But anyway, it was wild. So I'm curious if there's any bad reviews on that particular so if anybody out there... Can, I'm going to write down the name. Yeah. If anybody out there can figure out this venue and has another horror story to add, please tell us. 
please send it to us because we would love to know. They're going to be like, how are we supposed to begin figuring that out? But <laughs> listen, if you if you've experienced anybody standing at the gate, you know who it is. You know who it is. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can find any reviews on okay, them. Let's see. All right. So just to kind of solidify this, we pulled a couple of reviews that we found online for this particular venue. So the first one was a two-star review, and it said, This venue is absolutely beautiful and elegant. However, the staff was condescending at times and did not work well with my coordinator or myself. I do believe unexpected changes due to weather could have been handled better. When we booked, everything seemed lovely and well-documented in the contract. However, when we gave our deposit, attitudes changed and small details not in the contract were enforced. We had a great time surrounded by loved ones, but there was a lot of unnecessary stress. The second was a three-star review that said, this place is beautiful, but the owners are super strict and will pretend to be nice to you to make sure they can keep tabs on you. They also nickel and dime you for everything you are worth. Sounds accurate. Sounds like we got them. (laughs) Oh, here's one more. We enjoyed the wedding recently, but the hostess for the place was not very cordial. Beautiful barn, but we wish they had moved the white cloths that were hanging out of the way for people sitting on the sides. We could not see anything that was happening. Oh, gosh. It just makes me sad that you have this opportunity to create and be part of somebody's amazing day. And instead of just being like a nice person, you just destroy every good thing that could possibly happen I, in day. I understand wanting to be particular if you own a venue, but also it's somebody's wedding day. You don't want to make their experience disappointing or hopefully it's not this case, but regretful. To yeah. where they regret picking you as your venue. And knowing kind of the ins and outs of these venues, this is not an inexpensive venue. No. Like not it's at a all. lot of money to walk in the door with nothing. Mm-hmm. Like right out the gate, you're spending a very small fortune just to rent the room. Not tables, not chairs, nothing. Just the room. And so for them to turn around and act like this is just absolutely un- unreal. It's so, just unprofessional. Yeah. Anyway. Period. All right, you guys. Well, good luck. <laughs> If, your venues. if you guys are trying to decide between venues, personality is a big thing. Not just how the venue looks or anything, but also the representation of the venue. Do you get along with them? Are they enjoyable to be around? Do they have good reviews about themselves as a person, not yeah. just the venue? And again, if you have a, a coordinator, especially a coordinator or a planner who is familiar with your area, ask them their opinions because chances are... If it's an external coordinator who travels around to different venues, they can give you a really great insight on... It's an unbiased opinion. Yeah. They're just going to say, listen, this is my experience in this, or it's been a great thing, or it's been terrible. And Mm -hmm. listen to that, because I'm going to tell you, there's 9 million barn venues around Nashville. (laughs) You can find one that's prettier than this one, I can guarantee you. And more affordable. And the people are kinder. Yep. So it's a win-win-win. Triple the size, <laughs> actually. So anyway, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Untold Stories of the Wedding Day Podcast. Please make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Untold Wedding Day Podcast. And if you like this podcast, please like and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have a wonderful story to share with us, please send us an email at untoldweddingday at gmail.com. Until next time, just remember the three most important words on a wedding day. Please, thank you, and I'm sorry.